Hello and welcome to the Luxury Lounge. That's right. Every Thursday we go into the lounge, we shut the door, and we air our complaints. And you can complain about anything because you're in the lounge, people. That's right. No one can look at you and say, but there's bigger problems in the world. No, no, no. Your problems are the biggest problems here in the lounge. And every Thursday, send them in. Podcast at gmail.com. That's Podcast at gmail.com. Title it Luxury Lounge. A few of you are titling it Luxury Lounge, and then you're putting the subject next to it. I like that. Your boy, Papa JT enjoys that that helps it get read on the show so luxury lounge with your kind of like a little complaint what what is it and then we'll get into it so every thursday make sure you're sharing share 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 and that's where i'm gonna get to my complaint shelby's here on the ones and twos shelby thank you for coming back at classic shell thank you it's really great to see you. It looks like you're coming to us from a different room in your house. Usually, you're in like a kitchen situation. This seems to be a beautiful bedroom. Is this a new setup? I uh, just bought a new desk, new chair, so, you know, you got to mix it up a bit. I knew it. Shelby's making this big podcast money now, and he's leveling up. So I'm proud of Shelby. Um, Shelby, let me get to my complaint. Right off the bat. Hit the music. Jared, he has some problems. Jared, he's got some issues to do. Get off his chest right now. Jared has a lot of issues. Jared has a issue with a lot of things that we can discuss. Can you relate to the problem now? My luxury lounge complaint is people ignoring the economy of 2021. We live in a new economy, okay? There are things out there that have worth. And you may think it doesn't have worth to you, but you have to understand that it has worth to other people in this world. A like, a follow, a share. These are all forms of currency in the year 2021. Whether you think it's stupid or not, it doesn't matter. When you like something, when you share something, you are contributing to an economy. And when I go and there and you have to be respectful of the people who live in that economy. So I talk about this all the time with the podcast. The the sponsors that we have I'm not begging you to support them. They're there with a promo code. If if we can strike a deal and I can help you with get some free money or find a sponsor that can fix a part of your life, you use them. I don't need you to thank me. We don't you know I don't have to thank you because we're doing each other a favor. We're all tickling each other's nuts in that scenario. When it comes to putting out the live scream on Monday nights when I yell at the bachelor, I'm putting out a service. I'm not doing it for my own good. You think I'm just doing that every Monday night just to, you know, to have a laugh with my buddies on Instagram, my 200 
50,000 buddies of that follow me? No, I'm doing it for an end game for you to say, oh, for you, first of all, I'm doing it. And this isn't even me saying I'm being a good person. I'm giving you the ha's. You come to the ha store. I give you the LOLs. You get those LOLs. Okay, how do you pay for them? You follow the account. You like it. You share with a friend. You keep following. I have these people that every Monday, they're watching every single Instagram story and they're getting something out of it. Let's say they don't laugh. Fine. You watched once. You left. You hated it. Good for you. Let's say you did laugh. Does the laugh, is, is that free? Ain't no such thing as a free laugh. They teach that in every economy class in the country. So I'm just letting you know. You're operating in a world where there's non-money things that do create money at some point. Your follow gets me a sponsor and I can push out some fit tea company and show off my abs and do that. So it all translates. Let's not live in an ignorant world. I'm very excited about today's guest. It is a pleasure because I love this person was suggested by Lisa Traeger and Lisa's always pitching me people. She's always, you got to have this person. And I, you know, there's a point, there's people you just trust and I trust Lisa. Then I went and looked at all their stuff. Hilarious. I followed because I'm involved in this economy and just a hilarious comic from LA, Robbie Hoffman. Thank you for coming on the show. Thank you. I love that we started off with such an intense. Okay. It's a, I was on a boat recently. Yes. Which people say nothing to complain about. Believe me, I could complain. Yes. And the other thing about complaining is like for me to complain is to enjoy. If I'm not complaining, there's an issue. This is there's an issue. This is how I know you're Jewish. That was so rabbinical. What you just said to complain is to enjoy. You're, you're and you're totally right. That means right? I'm interested because now I'm on the boat and it's not every day I'm on a boat. But you, your expectations of a boat and then being on the boat. Hold I'm on. Like, oh. is, this, is this, are you going right in your complaint? I want to make no, sure. No, no, this is not no, even but, my complaint. This is just okay, baseline for please, me. I'm upset with ba- folks. <laughs> this please, is just go on. so baseline. No, I'm, I'm with you 100%. My please, biggest keep going. complaint this week is I dealt with, you guessed it, another fender bender. Mm, Which, like, but, we should just normalize fender benders going on, like, leaving them and going on with your life. Like, absolutely. to talk to the other person, it's like a whole. Robbie, I'm, I'm so I'm still interested in the boat complaint. I want the boat. <laughs> the boat complaint is that you would think the boat is more luxurious than it is for a luxury yes. boat. It's still luxury, mm. but the wood paneling was fake. I'm just saying, you know, yes. it's fine. I don't mind wood laminate, um, yeah. but you know, Th- it's that's not, the thing. I was expecting real wood. People think that if you're on a boat. There's just no, there's no, le- you're in fancy town. No, 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 no. That's it. There's, there's levels then. There's levels of boats. And now there's... we're on the Kinsey scale of boats as soon as That's we get right. to the boat. <laughs> I, want, I want everyone to go follow Robbie. Hilarious at Robbie Hoffman on Instagram. Go, go, go. Um, this is very exciting. Thank you for coming on the show. Thank we love a new me. guest. Um, now, we want to get to your complaint, and be, but I love the boat complaint because I have been on boats before. And here's the other thing about a boat. I don't want to be on there the whole day if it's not a nice boat. Like if it's a fine boat, I want two, three hours and then let's head back and let's get to a place where there's a real bathroom where I don't have to like pump the bathroom thing. 
right? Yeah. Shelby, thank you. I, I, that, <laughs> I want the boat big enough to have a horn like that. Where are you? you live in LA. What do you, you, you you're stand-up comic you do a lot of stuff in la what are you doing in la what's going on yeah i've been doing in la i make i'm making television right now and i do a ton of stand-up and i'll be you know i go to new york a lot i'm originally from new york then i live in canada it's a whole thing now i'm back in la it doesn't are you, matter do you enjoy la They're are all, you a person no it's you, a shithole you... it's a complete <laughs> another dump there's no question i mean if we enjoy if i didn't do what i would what i did you know i'd probably be in montana or somewhere with a boat like, you know, what we have to be in these shithole cities that everybody's like New York or L.A. I'm like, neither. Yeah, neither. That That's okay, the true answer. trash everywhere. What's wrong? Have you ever been to the have you ever been to a park? Doesn't that yeah. seem nicer? If you, you know what I mean, like there's a million other places we've never heard of that are way nicer than L.A. or New York. It's interesting you say that because you just see the way people live and you're like, oh, you're living like like a relax like your whole day isn't just scrunched up and uncomfortable like you're just not. It, no. you're like enjoying life you have a house you have a yeah they take out a, the hose they walk it somewhere in the front you know yeah. they, they they take out a recycling <laughs> type of situation i don't know you know people have the big bins like at these places and- <laughs> new york and la people talk about everywhere else as if they're aliens yeah they do this thing with a hose i don't know what yeah, like they do always, you know i've never had a hose on the side of a house like where you're just like i guess you're doing a lot with it <laughs> what is what is rivka explain that to me Rivka is my given name. Um, I was born Rivka Sarah Hoffman. If anybody okay. else grew up Hasidic without a childhood, um, and uh, and I'm making a, a show very loosely inspired um, by my life, um, and we're calling it Rivka. And you and you were Hasidic. Yeah, I grew up. Uh, I'm not, actually I was born in Crown Heights, Brooklyn, New York, so the Lubavitch sect of Hasidim. Um, and then yeah. I moved to Montreal. We lived in the same community there, um, and then eventually over time I fried out. Uh, my whole family did, i.e. we're no longer, some of us are, you know, we're on a Kinsey scale of religion. Sure. It is what it is. <laughs> Just like the boat. Yeah. So, um, yeah, stay tuned for that. How, so that I think, congratulations, that's amazing. That's why everyone needs to go follow you now so they can, I always say this to people, hold the rookie cards. Like if you're finding Robbie Hoffman mm-hmm. through this podcast, now you get to watch the, you know, the evolution, what they're creating, what they become. This is an amazing thing. When you, so you were you kind of the first in your family to kind of come out of the Hasidic stuff? No, my whole, so I'll, you know, we'll, we'll, we'll save most for the show, but yeah. my whole family, my mother left with the 10 of her kids. Um, so I don't know if you've seen like not without my daughter or read that book, which I'm sure it doesn't hold up. Sally Field. Um, basically, it's an escape story like that, except instead of it happening overseas, it happened in New York. My mother got all 10 kids instead of one kid. So my mother took her 10 kids. We got out of there. Um, wow. And and yeah. And we live in kind of a uh, suspended world. We live somewhere in the middle for a while. Unbelievable. So that that's very cool. That's why I wanted to ask about it. That is uh and it's like it's crazy that those stories are happening. Like we think, just like you said, like it's not like an over you didn't catch yeah. a boat and no, it, you know right and, in New York City this happened. And people in New York, you know, we all think we're at the the you know, the epicenter right. of cool right. and progressive and it's happening around you every day, which is mm-hmm. very cool. That's insane. Let's get to your complaint. Hit the music, yeah. Shelby. I think it's the guest's turn to complain They're ready to jump in They've 
got lots of problems too It ain't all about Jared Let's hear their complaint of the day Let's hear their complaint of the day They're invited on the show To have some fun and Way too long, Jared This is why Listen I, Way too long This is we gotta work on This, this is obscene it tickles my my this funny bone. I, I, you're right. I, I, that's a good complaint. I we got to make some edits, but I we're listen. This luxury lounge is kind of new. We've been doing it for like a couple months now. But I, I we're we're I, I live in this. I have a motto in life. We write to edit. So I agree with you. We're gonna get a new song in. Uh, Robbie, let's long. let's hear your. Yeah, people think that you can't like 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 from small things. You know, like uh, whenever I'm cold, which is often. So I'm cold. Mm. I'm small. I get cold. It is what it is. People are like, aren't you? Didn't you live in Canada? I'm like, yeah, I'm still a person. Yeah, yeah, I still yeah, feel yeah. cold. <laughs> like, I, I don't know what you think. Like, people in Canada aren't in tank tops. They're in big winter winter yeah. coats and parkas and stuff. Like, because they're cold. They, just, they do, do feel the cold. But anyway. And it's, and it's a very, like, warm weather place where they think that we are, like, built like an SUV. Yeah, you know, like, aren't you ready for this? Like, no, I'm, I'm human, just like you, and sleeping. yeah, skin can get cold. Yeah, yeah, it's tough to get to my actual complaint. You know, by the time of this episode, it's possible we never even reach it because from one tangent to the, like everything is yeah. a pit stop for complaints for me because that's the way I communicate. So if I even bring up one thing, like, like we're complaining, so I'll get but right to is, it. This is why this you are here. Yeah, this is also it's like a PSA, and it's kind of like a movement I want to stop where it's like. Mm. You know, you're you're hitting somebody's bumper in a parking lot. Everybody's stopping. Everybody's leaving notes. Everybody's talking to each other. No, just drive on and leave. Leave it alone. Just leave that, it alone. Because here's what happened to me. Go ahead. I so I got into a little bit of a fender bender. OK, I was pulling out of a spot. I, I may have hit a, a guy's bumper. I don't know. Listen, hmm. I may have looked. I may not have looked. Okay. Sometimes okay. I'm looking. Sometimes I'm not looking. I'm trying it to happens. look most of the time. The guy is irate. He's yelling at me like, "Oh, I didn't look." And I was like, "Yeah, I didn't look." Like it is what it is. Like, <laughs> These okay, I happens. look most yeah. of the time. You caught me on a day that I'm not looking. I would Absolutely. say I'm probably looking 95 percent of the time. You know, yeah. and that's what I told insurance. I said, "Listen, I don't know if I looked. You know, I am looking most of the time. They don't feel very confident in my insurance policy." Um, <laughs> But it's like, yeah, you got me. Like people are like so irate. Like when I hear a honk on, you know, on the road, I know it's for me. And I'm like, okay, I'm trying. Like somebody well, gave me a license. I didn't give myself the license. You gave it to me. Everyone, I am trying. Everyone should be allowed to give the hand to the sky. My bad. And you should allow the my bad. Like you know, how much of a fender bender could this have been? Were they could they drive away from it? Listen, I mean, drive is is is. Drive would be an overstatement for what, you know, okay. it, 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 we're taking care of it. Okay, Things are being handled. But, but this is this is the thing. This is an inconvenience. Nobody wants to get in an accident. Nobody wants to ram into other what people's cars. What does he cars. think I want? Yeah. Yeah. So you, listen, the accident happened for him to get mad. Listen, yelling. he could be upset. He's yelling at you. Was it, What did he say to you? It's really bad. It's really bad. I'm like, it's not that yeah, we, bad. But also, we know there's nothing we can do from here. My bad. Now we move on. He's You're like, did a human. you see? And I'm like, no. He's like, you didn't <laughs> no. see. I'm like, no. I, if I no. saw what, imagine I, mean, I saw. Then yeah, I wouldn't, when, we wouldn't be here. I wouldn't have to talk to an asshole. 
I wouldn't have to be dealing with this person. Now, yesterday I saw everything. You caught me on a day where I saw nothing. I don't know why. It's it's like, what does he want? Does he want you to like get down at his feet and start crying and ha- and and have tears streaming down your face while you kiss their feet and you say, "I'm now your butler," I'll, so I'll pay off the debt in, in whatever yeah. way I can. And it's like, also that's- it's it's not a Maserati. Like he was driving yeah. like well, like like what a Nissan Sentra. Like I'm like, hey, like it's gonna get taken down. care. Of. Like this, we uh, both the have car insurance. actually, yeah, the car actually looks better like this. Like I would actually. <laughs> Your car actually has stepped it up. In, in, I did in, you in a, a fucking favor, dude. Yeah, yeah. yeah. And you Listen. actually now have a story, which you probably have never had a story in your goddamn life. And that, you're welcome. Yeah. Robbie so that Hoffman. deserves a follow. That deserves a like. That deserves a <laughs> like. Give the follow. Everyone go follow at Robbie Hoffman on Instagram. Go, go, go. Here with Shelby. Are we ready to do some emails? We are. That's what I should have okay. told the guy. You should follow me for this. that's what you should do where's the thing so you can get more stories luxury lounge my boyfriend is rich finally a place i can air my grievances without judgment and this is something i've been holding on to for a while so here it goes my boyfriend is rich and he's rich because he works hard really hard upwards of 70 hours a week if not more based on my guesses from the industry he's in and doing some digging i suspect he makes a minimum of 150,000 a year keep in mind i make 30,000 a year he deserves every penny he makes and he does a good job of taking me out to dinner and buying me drinks when we go out etc but here's my grievance here's where my grievance comes in if i was making more than four times that what my significant other was making i'd like to think i'd be paying for a lot more he pretty frequently says we should stay in to save money or I'll go to the store to pick up something for us both and he doesn't pay me back fully knowing I'm struggling financially. In every other aspect of our relationship, I'm truly happy. It's just this one thing that makes me like, ah, so what I want to know is, am I insane for wishing he'd cover more expenses? Stop saying we can't do things to save money. Keep in mind, he is in his late 20s and we've been together for over a year. Robbie, what do you think? He's not rich. Yeah, that's... Okay. Here's the problem. Newsflash... He's not rich. Like when somebody asks a Jew, when somebody tells me like about a lot of money, he makes a lot of money. I go, what's yeah. a lot of money? What's a lot of money? Okay, yeah, yeah, because, this is all uh, relevant. Let me, let's start there because it's not a lot of money. Chances yeah. are, I don't think you're talking about a lot of money. 150 <laughs> a year. He's taxed half. He, you guys got to stay in. You, you, he's, okay. He's yeah, absolutely it, correct. Okay. And you're, you're looking to go, you know, you, I agree with that. you. You're probably she, keeping more at the end of the day than he is. She is thinking of rich relative to her. Yeah, he's yeah. richer than you. She's living in a 30K world and he's living in 150K. Here's the problem she should have is that she's basically seeing a 150K world and it's not hers. So she is getting access to a 150K world when she's really in a 30K world. So she's sitting there going, shouldn't he pay for more? No, 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 no. He, his world is exactly the way it is. And he, you know, the, the idea that he's not, he's saving money because he has to, because it's not about how much you make. It's about how much you spend. That's a big part of this too. So she is now in this world where money's getting spent like it's 150K, like she's making 150K or like the, you know, because the boyfriend is. And now she has to live in that world with him and see that it's not hers. And that's really annoying to me. It's not that he's not doing enough. It's that she has to see that there's more to be had and she doesn't Listen, have control. Listen, she has to spend every penny she makes, okay? Yes. And he's the only one who has to save. 
So that's yes. it. How do you think he's going to stay in this world? Spending Meshigas on you, taking you out. You can't even <laughs> afford it. He should come down to your level. That's so right. That's the only way to keep that Kesev going. So yes. that's it. He's not there rich at all. He's not even close to rich. Have you like turned on the world? My, Do you see what like Bezos we, is flying in yeah. It's Like there's, it's not uh, even a speck of dust. He's as poor as you are in the grand scheme of things. He basically my, makes forty also. Yeah, my my, someone went. Two people went to space last week. Let's keep that in mind. On like, their own dime. I do. The, should he pay for more? Should he foot her? Is there? Is there? How does she get out of having to pay for the? If I'm her, you got to start saying I'm not. I'm. I'm not going out to get the groceries anymore. Just say that. I. I uh, sorry, I can't afford it. I. You know, we got to save money. But I mean, that looks bad too. You. It's she's got to like somehow live in the world of 150k. She has to make she, more money. You have to go out. Time to what are we even job. talking about? Stop looking at him and look at you. Put blinders on like a horse. Look this way. Don't look this way. Don't look this way. How do I get to 150K? That's right. What Dare are you doing? Podcast. What are you doing at 40 and you're unhappy? If you're That's happy right. at 40, stay at 40. If you're not, change your life. Don't blame him. That's projection. J train podcast at gmail.com J train podcast at gmail.com here with Robbie Hoffman at Robbie Hoffman. Go follow, go follow, go follow luxury lounge car farts on leather seats. Jared, the father of fart jokes. I didn't know where else to go with this email, but thankfully you've provided me with a safe space. I recently moved to Boca Raton and in with my parents from NYC after deciding to change careers and go back to school due to COVID. Everyone has way less plans. So I share a car with my mom. She has a nice luxury car with leather seats that can turn on cooling similar to a seat warmer. My problem is that when you fart in the car with leather seats, it makes a much larger sound and doesn't absorb into the seat like it does with cloth seats. Also, when I have the seat cooler on, it acts as a fan to disperse the fart smell all over. There's no longer the subtle toot that can I can let escape like a lady. I am stuck letting one rip and praying that the Bluetooth speaker doesn't pick up the noise when I'm on the phone. Much love. Thanks for all you do. The Windy Witch. So what do we think, Robbie? I mean, I hate talking about flatulence. I think it's just like, I, I know this guy thinks he's the funniest guy on the planet and he should have your podcast. It's he a, shouldn't. Okay. Well, it's, it's, a, so it's a woman. Okay. Her, whatever. <laughs> I don't, I don't yeah. care. Okay. Um, it's just fine. Um, I yes. will agree with her that rich people shit never works. So mm. go going back to the boat example, for instance, it's like, so my girl's got this whole place and, and whatever, and her, and her parents have this boat and this whole thing. And, but the boat's out of gas, you know, but the yeah. shit doesn't work, but, oh, we could use the tube, but the tube hasn't been filled with air in a while. It's like. Poor people's houses, like they might not have a lot, a lot. They might have a Briar's pint of ice cream, but it's the greatest ice cream you ever fucking tasted they, in your life. And they know how to use it. Like there yeah. isn't, they're not just buying things to say they have them because it's all necessity. So yeah, it's, like, it's like you, the, the boat, they go, yeah, we got the tube. Who's going to blow up the tube? They haven't even thought of that. They go, ah, yeah. throw it away. It doesn't matter. Our shit, you know, poor people's shit works. It's like rich people house. If you go for ice cream, it's like freezer burned. It hasn't mm. been touched in like years. They're like, it's from the <laughs> secondary freezer that they keep downstairs sure. for meats. Like very strange behavior. 
And then like a pour, it's like brand new, fresh that day, the ice cream. It like the yeah. cardboard peels off. It's like somehow in a square box again. I, like it's amazing. So I do understand that the nicer the car, the more problems. Like, yeah, leather isn't really conducive to long term. Like 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 cloth is a lot more comfortable in a car, especially yes. if you live in a climate like if you live in an extreme climate where, for instance, I grew up half my life in Montreal, where it was like super hot in the summer. So the leather mm -hmm. is like burning you and yes. super freezing in the winter. So you, you literally can't sit on the seat. So leather is not great, but it looks better. It feels more luxurious. And I guess you have the slatulence issue with it. So if you care more about looks, do the leather. The, the leather seat is really like you expect it to be more comfortable. It actually looks more comfortable than it is. It oversells under delivers every single time and, and you sit in it and you got oh, okay in a month it'll wear in like i once had a leather couch and i thought i was going to be yeah. sinking into it and it was going to be hugging my body and the, then it got here and i was like oh this is like a hard i'm, I'm sitting on plastic like this wasn't yeah. even an enjoyable thing and and then it becomes well if you break it in and you have to get the good leather and it, it's like i didn't even know there was levels to there's a keynesian you know thing for leather too i had Leather's no idea really gone downhill you know yeah, we do it, have to talk about the leather business they are running such a scam over there it's like we used to what you're describing used to be the description of a leather couch in the 90s yes. or something this was leather but now we've created this scale of leather where most people have shit hard leather mm -hmm. yeah. and, and and you know what we're calling the leather industry out now we see that you and we're on to you we'll be following here's the other thing about the fart thing i go to this coffee shop around the corner and i go and they have these outdoor benches there's a bench that is fine for farting there's another bench that sometimes it gets stuck on and it's a hard wood bench that goes straight across. It's just, and so it's just butt to bench and there's no way to like let something out there without it maybe announcing to everyone there and you're outside, people sit out there. So I understand where you're, the seat does matter for the ability to fart. The J Train Podcast is brought to you by Rothy's. Start summer off on the right foot with comfortable bestsellers like flats, loafers, and sneakers from Rothy's. With sandals and an array of colors to choose made for exploring, their newest styles have you covered. Plus, their spacious, washable bags are perfect for summer getaways. Rothy's surveyed thousands of customers and the number one word to describe their shoes is comfy. Rothy's has a unique, totally seamless design that is comfortable from the moment you slip them on. No break in period. I've told you about their flats, loafers, and sneakers for a while. Now they have men's shoes. I, I have them and I love them. They're stylish, they're clean, they're great summer shoe with like a khaki. I, I think it would be the perfect gift especially this time of year uh, for any man in your life. And I, I wore them right out of the box. The no break-in period is true. They're comfortable. They're really good looking. I'm telling you, with like a khaki, I have the ones that are like taupe on the bottom. I love them. Rothy's men's shoes have been designed with an artisanal level of detail. Plus, they're durable, washable, and better for the planet. Created with nearly zero waste, Rothy's did rigorous R&D testing that resulted in a perfect fish fit wash after wash. Rothy's is in the news. Who, what, where says celebs are far from immune from the draw of Rothy's wildly popular shoes. And who better to tell you than their actual customers? Rothy's best-selling shoe, the point in black 
Slack has over 5,000 near-perfect reviews. Step up your summer wardrobe with washable, sustainable, stylish shoes and bags from Rothy's. Head to rothys.com. That's R-O-T-H-Y-S dot com slash J-Train to find your warm weather faves today. That's rothys.com. R-O-T-H-Y-S dot com slash J-Train. You don't want to miss this. Head to rothys.com slash J-Train to find your new favorites today. The J Train Podcast is brought to you by Ritual. We deserve to know what we're putting in our bodies and why, especially when it comes to something we take every day. Ritual is a clean, vegan-friendly multivitamin with high-quality nutrients in bioavailable forms that your body can actually use. Do you really know what's in your multivitamin? Sugars, GMOs, synthetic fillers, artificial colorants, not to mention animal byproducts like sheep's wool and gelatin from hooves and hides are all ingredients you might find in a multivitamin. I love Ritual. I love taking a multivitamin. I am one of those people that the minute I put that multivitamin in my mouth, the day starts. I'm gonna I'm on I'm on the path to health. And you know what? It fills in the gaps. It fills in where, you know, some days you don't eat all your lettuce. You don't eat all your vegetables. Well, Ritual's gonna help you out. Ritual's great. It takes it makes taking vitamins easy. I love it. Ritual is made traceable. You'll always know what you're taking and where the nutrients came from. Thanks to Ritual's one-of-a-kind visible supply chain. Ritual makes healthy habits easy. Your multivitamins are delivered to your door every month with free shipping. Always. You can start, snooze, or cancel your subscription anytime. And if you don't love Ritual within your first month, they'll refund your first order. That's great. So listen, get key nutrients without the BS. Ritual is offering my listeners 10, 10, 10, 10% off during your first three months. Visit Ritual com slash jtrain to start your ritual today jtrain podcast at gmail.com jtrain podcast at gmail.com here with robbie hoffman at robbie hoffman go follow go follow go follow let's do this one roombas a coworker recently turned me on to the luxury lounge and i've been binging it for weeks here's my luxury lounge complaint my girlfriend and i dropped a nice chunk of change on a roomba don't get me wrong. I love not having to vacuum anymore. We've got hardwood floors and two cats, so needless to say, R2 Clean 2 is running just about every day. The problem is R2 is blind. He's set to go off at the same time our alarm goes off in the morning, so within five minutes or so, we're hearing error, move robot to new location. We check the app, and no joke, it tells us R2 is stuck on a cliff. What kind of mountain climbing is going on in the first floor of our townhome? We roll out of bed uh, only to find R2 caught in the half-inch platform of our cat tree or humping our bar stools. It's exhausting. Not to mention, if there is a misplaced shoe in the middle of the floor, you're in for a long morning. R2 will get the shoelace totally wrapped in its coil and run out of steam under the couch. Now, first thing in the morning, we're trying to lift the couch or stick a broom under it or something to save poor R2. We'd love to run him when we're at work, but as you can tell, he would get very far without he wouldn't get very far without supervision. Just feel like the for the moolah you pay for these things, they could be a little bit more intelligent and considerate. Love the podcast. Thanks. Robbie Hoffman. I would have told her, him, whoever, them, <clears throat> I don't give a shit. I would have told this person. Of course. What were you so I'm gonna I'm holding off at least twenty years to buy a Roomba. Like yeah, that's, we're not even that's close to the generation of Roomba that works. Like, look at the printer. The yeah, printer yeah, yeah. they must be making now for 35 <laughs> years. Have you had a printer that works longer than three months? No, no. it doesn't happen. Mm-mm. They haven't even perfected the printer. We even have yeah. battery life that's like a day. Like until this is a week, the Roomba is, we are years away from a Roomba yeah, working. Yeah. I could that's, have spotted that years ago. That's a great point. First adapters always get fucked. And it's like you, it, that Roomba, 
it's not going to work close. until it costs ten dollars. The yes. fact that it's still expensive should tell you everything. Exactly. And it's, and, and it's expectation versus the actual delivery uh, reality. The reality is the minute that thing can't be left alone is the minute that you would be better off with the regular vacuum. You'd actually get a workout. You'd actually, you know, you get it done. You wouldn't be woken up in the morning. Like the idea that you're, you, <clears throat> can you imagine caring for the Roomba at 8 a.m. when you have to go to work? Like when I'm getting up for the day, everything is to the minute to get me to the next thing. Like I have, everything is planned to the second in the morning. Yeah. I'm, yeah, I'm, I'm going to brush my teeth. I'm, I'm, I'm in an immediate rush from the minute I open my eyes until the minute I end up wherever I need to go. So that being said, when you have these technology things and you get ahead, now you're setting up your life. You, it, 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 this could come up, you know, when you have a minute to sign on to a Zoom meeting. This is not, Lazy it's just people. not ready. Lazy people try and do these quick fixes with the Roomba. She thought she was being more efficient. I'm going to get the Roomba. Mm. I'm not going to. No. More successful people will just understand that the Roomba won't work for 20 years. First of all, it's round. How's it going into the corners already? People are leaving the corners. I have thought about that many times. That's the dustiest part. (laughs) These people already don't care about their corners not being dusted. How are they going to care about themselves and being successful in life? They're not. Okay. Which is the reason why more successful people probably take the 20 minutes out of their week to just vacuum and do it because the Roomba time you're wasting with getting it into corners and around your stupid socks is what's costing you your life and keeping you at 40 K annually. <laughs> this is why Robbie's bringing it on Pearl say at Robbie Hoffman on Instagram, J train podcast at gmail.com that luxury lounge title of luxury lounge. Jared, I've been enjoying the luxury lounge complaints. While this one is rather small, this still seems like the place for it. When I stream shows on Netflix or Hulu or basically any other service, I almost always turn on the subtitles. I love subtitles, but when I watch a show that adds subtitles or their own, such as when a person is mumbling or speaking another language, two sets of subtitles appear at the same time. Time, often in the same spot, which is extremely Criminal. distracting and not helpful at all. Thanks for giving us a place to allow the smallest grievance to take up space. Robbie, this has already hit you. Criminal, your criminal, criminal. And yeah. you know they got some guy watching this stuff back. And they're mm. saying, no, we it's only for a minute, we'll leave it. Like it's not. You make a lot of money. Fix yeah. it for a minute. Make it an experience. It's like I can't read through. Now, yeah, subtitles, and- I go back and forth. I will say that you have you've built you've built up subtitles, this this uh, this commenter. And the problem with that is it's kind of like porn. Like if mm. you've upped your ante with porn to the point that you're only watching, you know, somebody get beheaded to come or something like yes. this, you know, you're in a tough place. Now you can't watch things without subtitles, which means you're going to be hearing regular movies a lot less than people because you're so used to reading. Yes, that that's what you've developed. That's the muscle you've strengthened rather than watching the movie because the subtitles sure. happen down here and and getting to, you know, uh, hear through watching and lip reading and sound and all of it together. So I would encourage you now to question how often you're using subtitles. Try and yes. get back to a not subtitle world unless you absolutely need it. That way you can turn off your subtitles. And when it is someone in a movie in a foreign language or something and those subtitles come on, that's when you really need them. I totally agree. And here's another thing that when what they're doing themselves, if you're in a group situation, subtitle person gets overridden by 
non-subtitle person. So now you're the complainy person who's like, hey, should we put on... And everyone's like, no, we we want to watch the, the show. What are you talking about? So you're hampering yourself for those experiences. Yeah. Watching about, with friends. What Shelby? about some, some of, like of the streaming services? Like if you're watching like a Korean food movie, like that'll automatically have them. And then mm. you go to watch uh, like an American show, but since you already like turned them on, they'll still be on. But others know like, okay, you probably aren't speaking Korean. We'll turn it on, but we'll leave it off automatically for the other shows. You know, that makes sense. Like some, now I have to go audit. If I'm watching something else, 30 Rock, I have to go turn them off instead of them just being automatically off. It, it is a problem. This is a problem because now you've added extra buttons to the to the remote. This is an extra step. And now you've outed yourself to people that come over. Oh, you're a subtitles person? Why? And they always have to add, why would you do that? Can you not hear? And you're just like, no, I like it. What you like having that on the screen. It's like, it should be hidden. It should go back. It should revert And it's to- a use for people. Like here's the whole thing. This is a tool for people who can't see. Okay, it's like if you Here. don't need glasses and you're just wearing glasses, I'm like, what are you a we-? like? This is for people <laughs> I can't see. I need my glasses, so don't make yeah. fun of me by using glasses with fake lenses in them. Like this is a tool for people. If you don't totally. need this tool, stay off of it if you can. Yeah, you're and you're be being thankful, Baruch Hashem, you don't need this tool. It should be hidden from people. J Train Podcast at gmail.com. J Train Podcast at gmail.com luxury lounge can we all agree on peace okay this could get wild jared feather feather i like you uh i like you i'm an avid beach enthusiast i love the beach robbie are you a beach person no no shelby you a beach person no no okay well i guess it's just wait i realize on the last call subtitles are for people who can't hear not can't see I'm i yeah, yeah i said i yelled it out but you were oh, good Good. You, you, you're good. No, because people safe coming space at here. me for that. Great, you fixed it. <laughs> I'm more of the beach by 9 a.m. type, though. Sounds crazy, but I like to get there and secure my spot as beaches in, in New York can get out of control, and I like to be up close and personal to the ocean. Well, I'm here at 9 a.m. sipping my coffee and have uh, have a cooler packed of rosé, spiked seltzer, cured meats, cheeses, and the most perfect sandwich. Life is good until the person directly next to me starts blasting music on the Criminal. highest volume. And they're poor. Well, they starts blasting Spanish music. I left that out to protect the emailer, but I guess that is important because it's not even music that you. It's it's different than maybe you would enjoy. Well, blasting Spanish music. What's that's that? Called, well, that's like part of that's been baked in for like years now. Into the New they, York Beach stuff. It's like we've now. It's like the you have the Beats pill. It's like okay, you're like being annoying but like they were doing this before that somehow before the technology was even invented like. shelby that they can get us in trouble i don't but i okay so span plastic spanish music I'm on the highest shelby. i could cancel him immediately spanish spanish music on the highest volume their portable speaker can go nothing against spanish music but it's just not calming 
I would agree. That's not really a 9 a.m. type of music. I want to sit and listen to the waves and meditate before all my friends and family get here and the festivities begin. Why can we all just not agree as a human society that any music before 11 a.m. on the beach is absolutely criminal? Can I just be in peace? Can never? Can we never be just be in the nature without any outside stimulation? What gives? I had to complain about this and hope you can spread the word so we can all reach our own nirvana. So what do we think? I mean, first of all, Spanish music is very popular here in Los Angeles also. Yes. So I would I would encourage this uh, complainer to investigate why they have such a particular issue with <laughs> Spanish music. That's really on them. I won't comment on that. That's a weird sure. thing. That said, I completely agree. Abolish yeah. music on the beach. This has to happen. We are at the beach to enjoy the sounds of the wave and the beach. Yes. Maybe a kid you know, running in and excited. That's it. Those are the beach sounds. A seagull, yeah. the waves, a, a couple kids, not too crazy with the kids either. Don't bring all your sure. cousins. If you have one or two kids, that's fine. These Hasidic families rushing to the beach, it's enough is enough. One or two is good. People are there to just lie on the towel, listen to the sounds of nature by the beach. We Music is just of any kind at the beach, unacceptable. Abolish it. Yeah, I, I'm I'm with you. you. Part of the beach is being at the beach, being fully immersed. Here's the other thing. This, I would understand this complaint if headphone technology hadn't gotten to Sorry. where it has gotten today. Sorry. We are living in a world where people are going to silent discos because everyone just gets a headphone and you can walk freely without a cord. So the beach is actually a great, like we have these headphones, we have the technology. We have the technology that this person can play whatever music they like, yep. Spanish, any you know, uh, pop, reggae, whatever they wanna play. They can play it and they can walk away from their mm. their seats. They can do the wireless thing. So it's not it's not that, you know, in another time when Shelby brings up, you know, they've been doing this before, you know, before the <laughs> before, you know, the, the the beginning of time. Yeah, at that point I could say to them, I get it. You got your radio, you want to play some music, this was part of your day. But now you have the option of being of of, of being um, not rude to other people. If where where rudeness is not an option, then I get it. Like yeah. if, if rudeness yeah, now is you're the only infringing option. on my rights. Your yes. rights are infringing on my rights. That's when I have a problem with anything. And here's the other thing: people can people not do anything without music now? Like there are people who need music twenty four seven. Like turn it off. I know. Whoa, 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 whoa. yo, man. I think hey, we're afraid of our own why don't thoughts. You take a moment. Whoa, turn the music off. It's okay, yeah. man. You're going to be fine. Just think and look and use the senses you have. And just, my God, we can't do anything without music anymore. Here's the problem, too. People just assume everyone likes music. Like, they, that is an assumption. Like, music and dogs kind of go in the same phylum Ugh. of, like, you can't have anything negative to say about any music or else you're a music hater. You hate the arts. You say anything negative about a dog, that dog is kind of wild. Oh, you hate dogs. No, I hate what you're doing with the dog right here. I hate that you're playing music at a 9 a.m. Like at the beach. And there I do tell, but like, here's the whole thing. It's like, it's like when I was speaking French in Montreal where we had to speak French, okay? Mm. Now, I speak French, but sometimes I would want to speak English. But the French people there get very upset. They're like, oh, why aren't you speaking French? I'm like, ah, 
I don't really like speaking French. Mm. Like they're like that kills them more. It's like you, you can't not well, they, like something like with the dogs. I grew up terrified of dogs. It used to be socially acceptable for me when I was a kid. If somebody had a big dog, I would ask them to put it in the room when I come mm. over. So I'm not assaulted by a dog. OK, yeah. now I have to just be attacked. I'm small. Your dog's <laughs> on me. The dog's like nibbling. They're like, oh, he just wants your sock. I want my sock. Yeah, I yeah, want yeah. my sock. Okay, it becomes so it's a like, personal it's, attack. It's and about it's the same me. with yeah, yeah, it's, it's the same with the French thing because there's they're they're probably going straight to what do you have? You got a problem with French yeah. people? It's like no, 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 no. I have a problem with you questioning me on everything and making everything that I do about you. Yeah, sometimes I like to speak English and sometimes I like to speak French. Sometimes I don't want to speak French. Is that okay? And they're like, that's even worse than like they're like what? But it's everything <laughs> I love. I'm like, great, it's not everything I love. Yeah, we can be two different people. I get cold when it gets cold out. And yeah. we're human. Yeah. J train podcast at gmail.com. J train podcast at gmail.com here with Robbie Hoffman at Robbie Hoffman. Go follow, go follow, go follow luxury lounge. My mom and my sister are visiting me in my average sized apartment. Luckily I have a dishwasher at my parents' house. My family has one, but my dad does not let us use it for whatever reason. Okay. <laughs> now that my mom is here, she always has the urge to do the dishes right away out of habit. And every time I have to remind her, I have a dishwasher two feet away from her. This is driving me crazy because I like my dishwasher for the most part. So I want her to use it. This might not even be a thousand air problem, but thought you might enjoy anyways. I, this dad has mentally ruined a whole family. Yeah. Can trauma. You, <laughs> they're, tra trauma. they're traumatized. Yeah, they have a thing with dishwashers now. They have a thing with dishwashers. It's 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 always it's not something that's thoughtless for this family. You'll just load the dishwasher. I never grew up with a dishwasher. The first time I have a dishwasher is now in my apartment. Yeah. My mother did hand washing, and hand washing is really a stretch for what she did. I think it was more of like a little rinse, and uh, we moved on with our lives. So you know what I mean? Yeah. But um, but yeah, now they have this PTSD. They have to deal with this. This, listen, this lady has her OCD. Don't change her now. First of all, she's yeah. washing your dishes. There's really nothing to complain about. Just let her happen. The sooner I she agree. does it, the better you live your life. And I think it does save you. I don't know if a dishwasher costs more than washing them in the sink. It's probably what your father thinks because your father has a trauma. We don't even know that it's so yeah. big. He probably was in the ovens or something <laughs> like this that amounted to his dishwasher phobia. So. My heart goes out to the whole family. The so dad, yeah, the, the the whole family's in trouble. The dad is obviously like the product of like depression era children who it. thought that like a dishwasher was like you're you're wasting tons of money. And then they here's the thing with cheap people because your dad's cheap because your grandparents were cheap and now your mom is cheap, but they don't even know why they're cheap. They don't even know the dollar amount on their cheapness. It is a actual sickness. So like his, your dad thinks running the wash the dishwasher would cost him an extra thousand dollars a month it's probably seven dollars it's yeah. you know like whatever it is and so now your mom but your mom is your mom like she is this she ain't changing this is it no. i agree with robbie let her do the dishes let it happen you're going to spend more energy and time on her, telling her not to do the dishes than it will take her to do the dishes at all yeah and this is how this problem we we talk about inherited trauma and now mm. we're seeing it happen, right? So it's like with the father's generation, the inherit the trauma is with the actual dishwasher saving him money because he probably has trauma from growing up poor. Okay? Yes. Yours is not actually with the dishwasher, but people's habits with the dishwasher now. Now it's evolved. <laughs> now it's, does somebody use the dishwasher? Do they not? 
You have no sure. problem with the actual dishwasher. We've removed the object from it. It's now a behavioral thing for you. And I'm so curious and keep Jared posted when you have children. I want to know what is their relationship to the people who do or don't use dishwashers. And I think we'll see the next evolution of this inherited trauma. This very is how wars start. It's very fascinating. This is how wars start. It starts at, I don't think we should use the dishwasher. And then it turns into people who use dishwashers are bad people. Like, yeah, that that is that is a wild. It's wow, wild. Robbie really took us down the rabbit hole there. <laughs> I, I'm, I'm really happy you're here. Uh, JTrainPodcast at gmail.com. JTrainPodcast at gmail.com. This is very relatable to the first email that we wrote, that we read. Luxury Lounge, my friends need to make more money. See, I like this one. They do. This guy's being on. I'm already this happy is, with this. He's laying this it down. That's right. This is from the other side. Huge fan. Love all four of your podcasts. <laughs> That's so sad for me to read. Uh, my luxury complaint is that I'm the richest of my close friend group. I, li <laughs> I live in a small city and my close friend circle has 10 of us mixed guys and girls ranging from 24 to 28 years old. I'm 25 and out of college. I got a great job and currently make well into six figures. My nine other friends, however, are either degenerates, lazy, or work such job work jobs such as teachers where the pay isn't great. On average, is about half of what I make. The issue is with this is I By want the way, to so always. So he's not so well into six figures. Well into six figures for me. I'm, I'm looking at six seven hundred. Okay. Sure. No, so no, just no, to no. give you an idea, <laughs> and you're saying there are teachers you make twice what they make. You probably. You're in early six figures, Mazel tov, It's nice. You're not welling. Go no, on. This is all relative to the friend group. Oh, this is yes, Jeff this Bezos. Is, I agree. I agree. <laughs> so uh, my my nine other friends, however, are either degenerates, lazy, or work such jobs as teachers, where the pay isn't great. On average, about half of what I make. The issue with this is I want to always make fun plans or trips, like flying to Vail for a ski weekend or rent a house in the Hamptons for a trip. But none of my friends can afford the kind of fun plans I want to do. That's funny that you bring up that this person's making a hundred grand like twice. And they're like, but I want to go to Vail. I want to go to the Hamptons. And it's I like, know. It's like, you better. I don't know if you know how much these things cost. Like, yeah, you're going to be right down with them. That's actually a good solution. Go to Vail, do your shit. Yeah. And then you'll actually relate more to them. That's right. Because you know, you'll, you'll be in debt. Whenever we do a trip, it ends up being all of us shoved into one or two motel rooms. In fact, for Memorial Day, we ended up going to Jersey Shore for the weekend and shared one room where four people slept on an air mattress. They brought all sharing one bathroom. I love my friends so much, but sometimes feel the urge to scout out a secondary group of richer friends who can afford to live the lifestyle I'm looking for. Sincerely, too rich to bitch. What do we think? I mean, by all means, find new friends like yes. people get stuck in their friends. It's like, yeah, maybe find you know, you can also find new friends like you want to yeah. go to Vail and pop off, you know, which you can only afford, I think, to do once. So really make it count. <laughs> um, yeah. Find, find those friends and do it. I mean, you're only 25. Maybe your next job, you know, you'll meet somebody at work who becomes an outside work friend. I mean, I personally, that makes me sick. If I see you at work, I don't want to see you after, but you might be this type totally. of person who harasses somebody on the weekend when they've just seen you every day. Um, it is what it is. Um, you know, I don't know. What I'm, I'm with you. I think I think you got to find a new friend. I think maybe that alone trip to Vail is where you make that friend because yes. you're putting yourself around the rich and famous. Um, yeah. The work friend thing, that could be a solution because you you know they're making around what you're making. So you guys can kind of like, you know, 
take trips in concert. Um, I think that's the move is you have you find one rich friend to do your rich people stuff with and then you slum it with this group. Now it gives you the choice. Now you can, you know, if they're like, hey, we're going to go to the Jersey Shore and we have a one bedroom apartment for all 17 of us, you can go, well, enjoy, have a good weekend. I, I have some other things going on. Like it, it gives you the ability to like dip out of these things for your you rich get a person's. girlfriend. Forget a friend. You know what you're, yeah, you're start at 25? Dating. Okay. Get a girl, a guy, whatever the hell you want. <laughs> yeah. Just get it done. Go to Vail with somebody. Go to Vail with a girl. You know what? You want to go to yeah. Vail with 17 guys? There's a there's a way to ruin your trip. I Okay, go enjoy <laughs> a weekend getaway, and then you'll pay for the whole thing. You can afford one other person. And if you can't, again, you're not as rich as you think. Yeah. So, have so you ever down. have you ever fucked in a chateau? Exactly. It's a great feeling. This is sound like this he is has. <laughs> <laughs> J train podcast at gmail.com J train podcast at gmail.com here with Robbie Hoffman. Let's do one more. Is that cool? That's great. Love it. So let's do this one. Okay. My luxury lounge complaint is something I deal with in my profession and I hope others can relate to. I'm a dentist and I'm fairly new in my career, but I'm already making a very good salary. I was able to buy my first home recently uh, and I'm so proud of myself for it. However, some of my patients will make comments that they paid for my house because all the dental work I've done on them. These comments are infuriating because it's like I just spent two hours wrestling with your tongue to save your tooth. I fucking earned that payment. Do you know how hard it is to work inside someone's mouth? Not to mention how disgusting pe some people's teeth are. Imagine getting 12 inches from someone's mouth who hasn't brushed their teeth in 10 years. And then on top of being unappreciative, I have patients who tell me how how much they hate me every time they see me. And then they say it's nothing personal as if it's not still offensive. Like I'm offended. In my opinion, I don't get paid nearly enough for what I do. Anyways, I'm sure there are other professions with similar situations. So I hope this complaint helps others feel some comfort in their shared grievances. Thanks for all you do. For the love of God, please floss. What do you think? I think this is very interesting. I think dentists make exactly what they should be making. Okay. <laughs> yeah. Okay? You're not a real doctor. So mm. You're not. You're not. Okay. You do your technician doctor type. Yes. Okay. You do a lot of really hands on. Okay. Now I'm not talking about periodontists and people who do mouth surgery and stuff like that. Okay. A dentist is the kind of thing you could have gone to a trade school for. I believe. <laughs> They could teach you everything. I think the hygienists know just as much as the dentist, but they don't have the certification. I think you're paid adequately. I think it's twofold. I think on the one hand, okay, um, on the one hand, they did pay for your house. Okay, they mm. do. Okay. And the other hand, you chose to do this disgusting thing because you cared about this amount of money for that mm. thing. Okay. It's a disgusting thing that you do. You look in people's mouths, I, I, mouths all day long. I don't know how you kiss people. I don't know how you get into a romantic relationship. I don't know any of that for you. But you've decided that this is your deal with the devil, that you will look in people's disgusting mouths for this amount of money. And it's worth it's as gross. Like, it's worth the same money. It's worth that money. The money you get is exactly worth the disgusting thing you do every day. I, I can't explain I'm, it. The I'm with you on the They're well, yeah. I'm with you on that part of the complaint. I think, listen, this is, you know, I don't know. This is the deal, the deal you've made. You decided to get into the mouth business. Did you think everyone was just going to have clean teeth? You were just no. going to see all, all these pearly whites and you'd go, oh, nothing to do here. Goodbye. Here's the part I will agree with them on. 
someone having to say something negative the minute they hear your profession. So the people walking in and going, hate seeing you today. You know, like, okay, how about a hello? You know, like we do yeah. comedy. Someone yeah. looking at you and going, someone looking at you and go, are you funny? Like that's their first response. And it's always yeah. these people that are self-conscious. They have their own issues. Are yeah. you funny? Does that pay any money? Do you make yeah. money doing that? No, I'm I'm a vagrant. I just live outside. I, I make no money doing this. I just tell people I'm a comedian just for my own shits and giggles. Like it's like this is yeah. the the stock lines that people feel they need to say when they're put face to face with your job. And it's like this person thinks it's okay because they're like, yeah, dentist. Everyone hates going to the dentist. So what? Yeah, go fuck yourself. You suck. I hate seeing you. Oh, I never want to look at your face. And it's like, no, but I'm a human. I'm listening to this. Yeah, and I like my dad. I totally agree. Manners, guys, and be kind to people. It's ridiculous, mm. okay? Um, I, the, the only issue I have with dentists is they have an inferiority complex that reeks, okay? Sure. They know that we know that they're not cardiologists. Okay. So it's like, it's a very strange yeah. thing because they're like insecure. They're like, you know, we actually do a lot of like really serious cases. Like, you know, like after the flood, like we took a lot of people and we fixed their <laughs> teeth. Like, like, it's like, okay, it's not, it is medical emergency. I think it's yeah. healthcare. I think it's low hanging. You know what I mean? It's optometrist. You're there too, guys. It is what it is. Yeah. We don't have a problem with it. We appreciate all of you for what you do, but then you get into this inferiority complex where you feel like you're not appreciated enough. Like actually being mm. a dentist is really hard. It's as hard as you're paid for. You're adequately yeah. compensated. I think it's a perfect match. J train podcast at gmail.com. J train podcast at gmail.com. Robbie Hoffman. What a pleasure. Thank you for coming on. Oh, what a pleasure. I have a girl for you. We'll talk about it after the podcast. We'll talk later. Great um, Whenever I, I visit her. Yeah. Locks, bagels, cream cheese, just us. This spread. is important. She's ready to be a wife. This is very like, important to me. She should be Montreal a wife. style bagels. Montreal. She's from Montreal. Not everyone should be a wife. I think she should be. And I'm talking. Okay. About it. We're going to talk at Robbie Hoffman. I want everyone to go follow. Go follow. So funny. Go get involved. Shelby, thank you for coming on at Classic Shelby on Twitter and Instagram. I'm Jared Freed. We're here every Thursday in the lounge. Keep sending them in. JTrainPodcast at gmail.com. Title of the Luxury Lounge. Let us know what you're complaining about. We'll be back next week. Boom.